Blog Talk Radio. In my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads. Standing in the huddle, listening to the call. Fans going crazy for the boys of fall. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson. I'm your host, Dave Johnson. <clears throat> Glad to be on here tonight. Pretty day here in East Tennessee. Uh, glad to be back home. We've been on the road the last couple of weeks, so it's good to be back here at the house and join a little bit of time off. Um, it's pretty sad. Women's football's officially over, and, uh, but uh, the good good thing is other football's just uh, around the corner. As a matter of fact. Uh, Thursday night, I believe, excuse me, the Hall of Fame game is on. Uh, they're having it. So uh, I seen a thing the other day, at like somewhere that it was like 40 days to kick off. Um, so, you know, it won't be long. High school will be kicking off. A girl plays on our team. She helps coach middle school. <clears throat> she told me today that they had their first scrimmage. So, it won't be long at all times of other football is just kicking off and going good. And, uh, we're, we're excited about that. We try to make a, some kind of game every Friday night when we're we're at home. And naturally on Saturdays we watch as much as we can. And um, I haven't got to see a whole bunch on Sundays, but we do try to watch some, uh, especially if it's team or some players or something we like. But uh, it uh, it's always a good thing when when football is going on. So uh, we're we're really excited about that, and uh, really excited about you know when not too long getting these workouts started, getting these girls in some uh, tryouts, workouts for for next season. See if we can't get them on the right track to um, get some of them uh, better, better shape, get them better to position, uh, learn more. Have, uh, Gain more knowledge of the game. <clears throat> Just lots of things. You know, people don't realize that it takes so much work uh, before you ever get to play a game on Saturday. You put in so much time and so much work that, you know, once you get to that point, uh, I ain't going to say it's easy by no stretch of means, but the hard work is over, you know. And, you know, I heard a guy use the terms, of, you know, uh, putting up hay for, you know, for your, uh, livestock for the winter. You put it up all summer long so you can uh, feed in the winter, you know. So we work all winter so we can uh, eat hay in the summer by playing the game. So uh, we got a lot of work to do, no doubt. A lot of players with a lot of work to do. Hope to add some new players. I know we already got a few that's uh, never played before going to come out 
We're excited about them. Uh, maybe some old uh, players with some experience. Not sure of uh, how or what all well, that's going to go yet. Uh, still got some meat to go on some of that, but we're we're excited about it. <clears throat> we got a uh, got some things in the works. Uh, scrimmage, have a scrimmage game. Get ready for the November tenth game at the Titan, Tennessee Titan Stadium in Nashville, and uh, that that's going to be a a really fun game. Uh, last year. Uh, we had a we had a ball even though it, it rained us out early and then we got to go back. Uh, watching them play the Colts was a uh, was a great experience. Especially a lot of these girls hadn't ever been to a, a pro stadium. This year we get to watch them play Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I'm really excited for that game. I like Patrick Mahomes. I think he's an unbelievable talent. Unbelievable athlete, you know. Just at a such such a young age, you know, he's got such a eyes, you know, just everywhere. That that that's something that you know you just can't teach. You know, they have to figure out, work on, work on, and uh, actually, uh, he he has he did that, and you know, uh, his coach in college was Cliff Kingsbury, now the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, that guy's got an unbelievable offensive mind. So, you know, uh, it, it's going to be a great experience for, for us. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, to, to go see the game and, uh, you know, have a have another hopefully unbelievable experience with, uh, with these girls in that uh, stadium. So, uh, really looking forward to it. <clears throat> Before I get... Uh, into things too deep. I do want to clarify, uh, clear the air up on on uh, several things. Uh, this guy Burmy, um, you know, he's all the time posting stuff. Half the time he don't even know what he's posting because he don't know the source. He just out here just posting stuff and then wants to block people and uh, when they uh, when they get on there and try to tell him different. So uh, first of all, the championship was held in in uh, Bluff City, Tennessee, not Bristol. That's the first thing. He don't even know the city, okay? Secondly, it was offered to uh, the teams around their league and uh, way before the season ever started, and nobody wanted to do it. It takes way too much work, way too much time. Nobody wants to invest in doing all that. So that leaves us to do it. So... Don't act like that. We just picked to do it. There was all the other teams was offered the opportunity to do it. Secondly, you talk about this new league having an owner that doesn't have a team in the league. You don't even know what you're talking about there because he owns the North Florida Pumas. So Lisa King, um, the O.J. Jenkins, us. And now this guy, you know, on these on these leagues, we we all have teams in there. I guess we're the only one you're going to bash for it, but naturally, uh, we we all have them. You know, it seems that uh, people just don't want to do uh, take the extra step and go the extra mile if they don't have teams in the league. <clears throat> and uh, so, you know, if you want to know the truth, 
pick up the phone, call me. There's all kinds of people on there that would definitely give you my number that you could call and find out exactly the truth, uh, not just go around here talking this and that and when you don't know what's going on. Uh, because I'm I'm going to take offense to it. I don't do social media. I ain't got time for that stuff. That's what you get. You get people out here running off the mouth that, you know, don't know what they're saying, don't know what they're talking about, this, that, and other. Um, you know, it it just it just really, you know, it just sad me. That's that's the part. Of, that's the reason I'm not on social media is because I I don't need that kind of stuff in my life because you know while it's going on I'm I'm hearing about it and you know and I'm thinking well this guy don't even you know 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 what he's talking about so you know it, it, it's sad that uh, uh, you know we got people out here doing it another thing is up until three years ago the WFA uh, I was on a call when we joined the league at one time. Uh, joined the WFA. I was on a call, and uh, the guy from the um, DCD was, I believe, the coach then, uh, had a chance to host it if he wanted to because they'd won the championship the year before because the Division One champions used to host it the next year. But we don't hear anything about that because he's all about the WFA. You know, he he's not about women's football. That that's obvious. He's about one league and or bashing one league and this, that and other. And all these girls, they may be in different leagues and maybe on different teams, but they're all in the same sport. And uh, you know, you start talking about them and especially if they're not in the league you like, yeah, they're gonna take offense. And, you know, my my thing is if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen and if you can't take it then don't be putting it out there. And, uh, you know, so BNZ won't call me to find out the truth. I'm, I'm saying it on here, and that, that is exactly the truth. Uh, there, I ain't going to say every team in our league had an opportunity because there's some that can't even play their games, that forfeit all kinds of games, that there wasn't no way I'm going to take a chance on them hosting a championship. But for the most part, most of the teams had an opportunity to host this championship uh, weekend, All-Stars and all that, and and they all chose not to. So, again, please, if you're going to say something about me, our league, our our team, me, whoever, pick up the phone, call me, I'll tell you straight up what it is, and then you can go in there and put on your little post while you're doing whatever you're doing, and and then, then it'll be right. But make sure that you know what you're saying before before you uh, post anything about us, and compare us to other people. When you say, "Oh well, this league don't the, they don't finally an owner that doesn't have a team," when they clearly do, they clearly do. Um, you know, so if that's a problem, please be sure and and bash all of them for it, okay? Because it, it's not just us. Uh, that does <clears throat> now. You know, if if you, I, I look at it like this. It, you know, to me, it's it's so it's important for for these teams. I mean, you're 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 not just uh, looking out for one team. You're looking out for all the teams in your league. The the problem is a 
lot of them don't look out for themselves. You know, uh, you know, everybody, every league, every league, I promise you, I don't know what there is, but there are rules and bylaws in every league. And if you don't follow those, there's going to be consequences. And when most of the time when people don't follow them and they get penalized, then they get mad. <clears throat> it don't matter what league they're in. I mean, it just really doesn't matter. It's the same same thing. So, you know, again, everybody uh, views things different, sees it different, and, and I'm sure all the rules and regulations and and all the other leagues are what they are, but, you know, the, the problem with all this <clears throat> is, I guarantee you, if you ask Lisa King, O.J. Jenkins and them didn't have a problem with it this year. A lot of the teams they're adding, they, they might have a problem with it next year. But if you ask all these teams that these forfeit games are are a bad, bad deal. And and it's really bad when a team is supposed to come on the road to play you and they forfeit, but all these rules and stuff say you forfeit these games you're out of the playoffs, so then you have to go to them if you've got a good team or if you have any gumption about you and, and want to play the game. So it, it's pretty, you know, unless you straighten out that rule, it's sort of a, a bad gig for, for your players, and, and it's sure not the way uh, football is uh, set up to be because we don't, you know, you're – you're giving the team that's forcing, you know, you're you're helping them out by saying, oh, well, you, you know, even though you're not playing playoffs, you're still getting to host home games. So, uh, and I guarantee you if you ask them, every one of them, they're going to tell you the the same thing. So uh, I, I know that to be a problem. I know, uh, you know, you, you try to do all you can to keep it from happening. And, you know, it's like I talked to, a woman that's a big, a big WFA person, and I talked to her here a while back for a long period of time, and, and you know, she said, "Hey, it's 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 these teams, you know, responsibility to to do what they tell you they're going to do, but then when they don't do it, then they want to get mad at at the league owners and everybody else for for uh, what they didn't do because." It didn't fit them, or all of a sudden they had this happen, or or that happened. So, man, it, it's it's a tough situation. We're already uh, all of us, not just one team. All of us are in the same boat with with this kind of stuff happening. Uh, the WFA <coughs> it affects less because they have more teams. Um, actually, the, the more teams you have, the less it's going to affect you. But nevertheless, they still have the problem, and it still affects them because teams have to uh, get games. I mean, who wants a forfeit win? You know, these girls sign up to, to play these games, and, uh, you know, a lot of them get these schedules, and uh, they put in for work and, and all this kind of stuff. And uh, they, you know, when these teams forfeit, it, it messes everything up. And it, it's like I said, it's just not a – not a good thing. I wish there was something we could all do about it. And you know, other than and uh, not letting these teams that repetitively forfeit games back in your league, uh, or you know, that's about the only thing I know. And 
you know what they do? They just jump back and forth from league to league. You know, uh, we've had several teams uh, forfeit games over the last couple of years, and now they're all going to to a new league. You know, so it's it's a trend. You know, they they still it ain't it ain't the league. The jumping leagues is is not the pro is the answer. That's the problem. You know, one uh, one team. It's their fourth year, going to be in the fourth, uh, fourth different league. Uh, you know, so you, you tell me what, what, what's going on with that? I mean, you can't, you can't find uh, something right about any of them. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's a tough situation that we're in with this women's football. Nobody can get on the same page. Nobody wants to help one another. You hear people like Burmy say they're about football, but they're not. Uh, they're about one thing and one league, and you know it, it's all about uh, these football. I mean, I we own a league, and I get on here every uh, every week and talk something about these WFA teams and talk about their championships. And I know several teams that play in those leagues. You know, several players that play in those leagues. <clears throat> There's a lot about it that I don't like and a lot that I don't understand. But you know what? I, I keep it to myself. So I, I just don't get it because we're all in it for the same reason, you know, and uh, we're all in it together. Either way you want to cut it, we're all in it together. We might be in different leagues and we might be on different teams, but new leagues, teams jumping leagues, uh, that, that's just not the answer. I, I'm just telling you um, that that's no good for the sport. It's no good for your team. I mean, you know, I, I say it every week. I'd rather, you know, I hear a lot of people say, well, you know, the travel, the travel, the travel, the travel. <clears throat> well, I know when, uh, when, when I was in school, we didn't travel a whole lot. But we traveled a little bit to uh, games that we had a chance to win, versus not hardly traveling anywhere, and know you were going to get blew out by big city school. And my thing is, I'd rather take my team, whatever the distance is, at an opportunity to have a chance to win at the same caliber team, as I would to know I didn't travel anywhere. I know I was going to get, uh, you know, beat up pretty bad just because it was close travel. You lose players, you lose morale. It's, you know, it's just no good when you got small rosters. I mean, we finished here with 17 healthy players. And I mean, that's that's not very many. Anybody that knows much about football, that's just not very many at all. I mean, every single player we had, uh, you know, played a lot of, minutes in the last game and it was really hot that's not a lot of players and if you go play teams of 50 40 or 50 every week you're not going to have that many uh, when it comes down to it because I'm telling you the end of our last game we were we were gassed and uh, you know that's what I wanted I wanted them to give everything they had for 48 minutes and and they did um, had it went to overtime, we might have been in trouble because we were we were gassed and uh, it was hot and it was exactly they did 
gave me exactly what I asked him for. Um, so, you know, it's it's it is what it is. I wish we could, uh, you know, get everybody on the same page. You know, it's like a lot of these camps they have. You know, I seen, I heard that uh, the Sheree Gant didn't even get in that game for the uh, USA team up there. I don't know if it was some kind of health reasons or whatever the case may be, but I know for sure she's a, a really good running back. You know, I don't know if she didn't dress. I'm not sure. I've just seen she played for Washington Prodigy. I know she's a really good player. Uh, you know, I I don't know. I, we're just in a we're just in a funk. I know that some of these, you know, the new leagues are on the rise. Uh, got a lot of uh, good things going and a lot of appeal. Uh, you know, he's still going to lose some teams. You've got to replace those teams. You're going to have teams that ain't happy. Uh, you're going to have teams that are. You've got uh, the front end. you got some really good teams. And then on the bottom, you, you don't have – I mean, it's the same for everybody, you know. And uh, I'm, they, they do a good job of, of recruiting and uh, marketing and uh, – you know, from from that standpoint, uh, seem to be doing a really good job. But you know, we're we're still a long way away from from everybody helping everybody. You know, and uh, the fact that I seen, you know, when I heard that draft, when I heard that live draft of of those two USA teams at the, of the games and things they had in Virginia Beach. Uh, I listen to that draft, and, you know, if it's to me, now I'm just saying to me, I, I like to be fair about <clears throat> fair about things. And I'm telling you, even on our team, it's this coming up when we start September is a new year. It is going to be for 2020. And you're going to, there are all these girls, even though they've played here, even though they some of them uh, excelled, it's going to be, uh, earn your position kind of deal. And, you know, that's the way it should be. I don't think, you know, now I understand. I understand you know some players and you know their capabilities and all that. But I'm listening to this draft and it's former, 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 former USA, former USA, you know, and then they get down here to some somebody that they don't know. Oh, this is such and such from little old town. Well, I didn't even know that was a, you know, I didn't even know where that is and don't even announce what team they play on and all that. You, you know they're not going to get a fire shake. I mean, they're just, man, there just ain't no, no way. I, I don't, I'm not made like that. I never have been. Uh, I, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm for playing the best. But I'm going to give everybody an opportunity to prove to me that, that they can or they can't. And I just, I don't see that on those teams, and I think I think that uh, you know probably won't ever hurt them because they have so many players, you know. And then you hear the announcer, of course, saying that you know all the players are from the WFA, which wasn't true. There was some from from our league, some of them that probably didn't even uh, maybe play on a team. So um, you know, it, it's so this seems like it's so one or two sided and. And the rest of these girls are just trying to uh, play and fit in and uh, do things. And some of them don't want to uh, do things.
it all right and uh, make the games here when they want to or not. Some of them can't ever get all their stuff in on time. You know, at some point, we have to, you know, say, hey, enough's enough, and and everybody agree, stick with it, and maybe, you know, a year of these teams not being able to play, they'll either vanish or they'll get things together and come back. But when one league tells them, you know, you, you, you ain't cutting it here, another league jumps right in and takes them because they might need teams or whatever, and then later on in the year, they're going to be wishing they hadn't if when they leave them hanging uh, on a bunch of games and stuff. I'm, you know, I'm I'm not for that at all, and never going to be, and I'm, I'm no professional uh, about all this stuff, but over the years, I've, I've learned a whole lot uh, about women's football and, and the way things operate, and um, I heard a guy, there was a guy told me one time that, you know, when, when I watched, watched these girls play, and I talked to him, you know, every now and again, late at night when I was trucking, and, and he, you know, he says, you know, I just never believed you'd been able to get a team together because he told me back then, you, you won't be able to get a team because none of these girls want to have be held to the fire. They don't want to be committed. They don't want to be treated uh, like football players and and what it takes to win this, that, and other. <laughs> now I talk to him, I say every now and again, and and he's he's like, man, I I, I can't believe you did it. And and you know he's partially right. I mean, I still, you know, we only finished with 17 healthy players, 19 total, uh, and that that's not a whole lot. Don't get me wrong, that is not a whole lot, uh, considering that some of these teams have 50, 60, 70. You know. That's that's not many at all, and uh, so it, I guess he's partially right. Uh, I've just gotten a bunch of good players, uh, good attitude players, and players that want to stick in there and uh, stay to the grind and work on it, and get better, things of that nature. So it, it it's really really tough, and I'm you know I'm in the same boat as as the rest of them. So I just I just would like for that attitude to change is what I'm saying from, you know, the way he, he, he was around it for 13, 15 years, somewhere in there. You know, I know his wife had played for all those years and had only played in one playoff game in all those years, you know, and that, that's like un, unheard of, you know. So, so I, just, I wish we could change that culture. And it and it starts with, with players and owners and coaches and leagues and and everybody you know everybody's got to do their part. I just don't think the seriousness is there across the board. Uh, and then you know when you get people out here that don't know what they're talking about, they make it that much worse. You know, I hear some people say, "Well, you know, he don't know what he's talking about," and people don't pay no attention. But you know, I've learned. I've learned over the years, you tell the truth to somebody and they'll tell nobody. You tell them a lie and they'll tell everybody. Uh, you know, you get crucified for doing the right things because nobody wants to stand up for what's right anymore. They want to do what's wrong and everybody jumps on it and points a finger and then when it's all said and done, here the one left holding the bag uh, when you do things right. And 
So uh, I, I've learned that, and that that's the way it is, and that's that's why you know I want I want to change things. I want them to be different. You know, I, I mean, listen, I'm I'm telling you, I've talked to WNFC. The greatest thing for me that they did all year. I know they had an unbelievable season championship. They got the two, got two of the best teams in women's football. Period in their league. But for me, the greatest accomplishment was they had no forfeits. At least I don't know of any forfeits they had. Um, and to me, that is a huge, huge accomplishment. And uh, you know that's that's always been a goal of ours. You know, it's a goal. But when you when you start the uh, when you start the season and you have teams you know that are shaky, you know that goal is probably short lived, and uh, it, it sure was. And for them to be able to do that, especially with a, a second year team and a and a brand new team that I know of, and I don't know of all the teams that they had, but uh, to be able to do that is, is an unbelievable task because. Uh, we had teams bail out after the first game. Some, you know, a couple had only played one game. Uh, you know, the WFA had teams that never played a game bailed out. Some played one or two. Uh, so it, it's it's tough. And I, you know, this is it. As I as I think about all this stuff, like, what's the mindset? I mean, if you get if you losing, you know, if you don't have very many players and you lose them before you can't play, I understand. But in the cases that I know about, for sure, that wasn't the case. Um, so that's that's where we're, you know, where we need to <clears throat> turn this around, and uh, you know, not make fun of such and such for working hard or going the extra mile or you know doing things right. You, you know, the old saying is, you know, you. Uh, You'd run over your grandma for the gold in her teeth, you know. What about, you know, helping her across the road? You know, that kind of deal. And there's just no, there's no loyalty at all in, in women's football. There is no loyalty at all in, in women's football. And that I know for a fact. And that comes from from the teams or, or any of it. There, there is no loyalty in, in women's football and until there is, until it gets regulated or whatever we're going to have this conversation every Tuesday night if we want to <clears throat> I don't know the answer, I wish I did but we're going to have it uh, every every Tuesday night so I, w- I would definitely like to uh, talk about uh, how great things are going and how all the games are getting played and and no teams are forfeiting in any league and uh, all that. I would love that uh, uh, really, really well. But for now, it just don't seem to be that way. So we're going to – we got a lot of work to do, folks. We we really do. Uh, so – but for those, I know they're going to have a uh, – I'm not sure. Jennifer might know the dates on it. Uh, they're going to have – I believe an all-star game in December in Vegas and maybe something in Cancun. Is that right, Jim, for you on that? 
she may not be saying that. I'm not. I'm not sure, but I know that they're going to have uh, uh, some some things going on that nature. Uh, uh, I don't know who, how they're going. I don't know how they're going to pick those teams or uh, anything else. I'm not sure of the date, uh, but some of you girls that might be interested, I know for sure they're going to have. Uh, uh, she said that was right. Didn't get no dates, but. Uh, in December, they usually have the East, East West. I think they call it All Star Game, and uh, they uh, it's out in Vegas. That's always a, a good place to go play. I've never been, but it's a good place to go. <laughs> I'll say it's a good place to go play, uh, but it's uh, definitely a good place to go. Uh, in December, we used to go there in December a lot during the National Finals Rodeo. So. Uh, that was that was a good time. Then they're having some kind of uh, games over in Cancun. Not sure what that is. Not sure when the tryouts or or anything of that nature. Uh, not just not sure of any of that. But I know they're going to. I'm sure uh, if you the girls listening or are out there serious about it, you can get online and and find out. Uh, exactly, you know, what's going on with that. Uh, there, there's lots of things to do between here and the first of the year to keep yourself in shape and uh, get ready to play. And uh, Next year, we we'll here before we know it. I know it uh, sort of drags by here because we get some bad weather along, but uh, it, it'll be here before we know it. I promise you, it's already almost August, and, uh, you know, what is it, four, four or five months to the end of the year, so it, it'll be here before we know it. Snow, snow get here some, and cold weather sort of slow us down, but uh, I hope, hope to be ready, ready for it by the end. Um, so, you know, there's uh, these, these camps. I'd love to see uh, some camps pop up for, for these girls, not just these huge camps like they have uh, down in Orlando or something that these USA people do. <clears throat> I'd just like to see some, you know, some really good camps for some of these girls in areas that need to uh, work. Uh, you know, maybe some coaches uh, get a get a field or a facility and take the extra time to work on a lot of fundamentals uh, with these girls. That That'd be great. I mean, I know all kinds of girls that could could use that, you know, then maybe uh, suit them up and, and have a little scrimmage, you know, toward the end of it, a controlled scrimmage where you can really work on things and teach and um, do some things you did during during the camp. And we, need, we need a lot more of that. I mean, I'm telling you, um, you know, so much of, so much of the stuff that, happens in women's football is commercialized and you know the a lot of these small teams or or, or players that don't have uh, you know a, a lot of funds or live in an area where you know the income's not what it's supposed to be you know they can't afford to fly to florida for a week and spend whatever it costs to go down there and for the camp and then stay and and all that i know it's an unbelievable experience for them but there's just a lot of people that can't um, afford that. 
So I wish that, you know, somebody would take the time to um, have a, have some of these camps locally and, uh, you know, get some coaches there to, you know, know a lot about fundamentals uh, because that's what, that's what a lot of these players need. You know, maybe it's something we even have to do to help the situation out, you know, because there's just uh, there's just so many girls that are uneducated that come to the sport <clears throat> by the time they get here to, say, a team like ours, we don't get to see them enough to ever really get them up to speed. And, and then, you know, when when – you don't see them that much really working on your scheme. I know we try. We really try to do a lot of basic fundamental stuff. But, you know, it's just hard sometimes. That's why, you know, I'd like to see, even though it's during the off season, you know, we could have some, uh, some of these camps or something, some of these local high schools that have, have some tools uh, maybe where we could, uh, you know, use them and uh, help, help these young ladies out. Get better at certain positions because that's that's what it's about keeping the interest up and keeping these girls educated on how to how to play and uh, you know like I said we're getting a couple brand new players that never played something like that will be great for them as well so it's it's not just I'm not just talking about any uh, any specific place I'm talking about everywhere and I know a lot of People probably are above that. That's fine. You know, a lot of these girls have been playing for, I think I've seen, we watched one game on live stream and there was an offensive lineman had been playing like 15 years. I was like, oh, wow. You know, that, that's a long time. You know, and then you got some that's uh, just been, just played a year, you know, or some even less. Some of them, you know, you get that didn't even play a whole year. So we can definitely use, um, a lot more camps like that. I, w- I wish we could, you know, reach out to get some of these uh, guys from the NFL to, to help, like some of these uh, really great quarterbacks and stuff, to help these help these uh, girls along the way. And uh, I mean, you can show they can show them a lot of things that uh, you know we teach them all the basics and fundamentals we can. But there's a certain amount of that stuff. And you see through the helmet way different than I see standing on the sideline, uh, and that's that's for sure. And it and that don't mean that you know they they always say great coach, great players don't make great coaches. And I'm not saying they do or they don't, but I'm just saying there's things they see out there through the helmet that we never see standing on the sideline. That's stuff they can transfer over to help these girls. Uh, so I'd love to be able to. Uh, help help a lot of these girls out with, with stuff like that and uh, uh, get get to these camps. Like I said, it may be something that, you know, we have to look into uh, doing ourselves. We just, man, we've got so much going on that, uh, you know, it's it's hard for us to, you know, do all the work and steerhead that thing. And, uh, but, hey, it may, you know, it may be something we have to do. Uh, just to help sport and to help some of these some of these girls out on on a lot of these teams, you know. I mean, how uh, a lot of these girls may not get in a, a lot of game action, you know, during the year. A lot of them, you know, play on a big team. You may not see the field very much. You may not see a, a lot of. You might go to practice, but you may not see a lot of practice. You know, I I know from our standpoint, 
You know, no more than we get to practice when practice comes. We're we're trying to get once the year goes on, we're trying to get ready for the game. So um, there there may not be a lot of practice for these girls. So uh, you know, the greatest thing, one of the greatest things, sporting wise that I've, I've been to was when uh, the Texans had their training camp up there in West Virginia, and we went up there to that. And it was, it was really, really good. I was really, uh, I loved that. Uh, the first year we went, I liked it better because they had New England show up and they interacted with on certain drills. And uh, then they'd scrimmage a little bit first team against first team and they'd go seven on seven. They just did a lot of stuff. It was the one of the greatest things I've ever been to sporting event wise. And then, uh, last year, the Texans just, uh, uh, had, they were just there themselves, and we really got to watch them work on a lot of uh, positions, fundamental stuff, and that was really, really good. I'm telling you, I really in, enjoyed that, and, and we're, because of time, uh, you know, we just don't have a lot of time. I mean, we just don't. You know, they had that during the week. Of course, these guys get paid, don't get me wrong. But, you know, we start, I mean, if we started now and practiced every weekend uh, until season started, we wouldn't get in the amount of practices that these NFL guys are going to before they play. So, you know, it's 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 really tough. That's what I'm saying. You know, if you, we can gain on having a lot of little mini camp like that, you know, maybe on a, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday kind of deal, and and uh, have a get you know working on Friday and Saturday, and have a little scrimmage on on Sunday for those those girls, and and really work on it. Because I'm telling you, if you've never anybody's never been to something like that, they should go. Uh, we we were hoping it was in West Virginia again this year, but they didn't. They didn't have anybody. It's where the Saints used to be, and uh, the Texans were the last two years. It's just really close uh, for us to go, and I really, really enjoyed it. Of course, the Carolina one is not too far. I think they have it over here in Spartanburg, South Carolina, which that's pretty close to us as well. Um, don't know how they how they do theirs or anything. We should have probably went because I I, I really really. Like that, they did a lot of stuff that you can you can learn so much about. Man, the amount of tools they got is is unreal. You know, it's just just it's so unfair that they have have all these tools, and here we are, just you know, with nothing and 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 bare minimum of things, and and working uh, hard just to. Just to get any, you know, the basic fundamentals covered and and that kind of stuff, and they just got unbelievable. I mean, just big, huge bags full of footballs. And they got a kicking machines that saves the kicker from having to kick every time on the kickoff, and a punt machine that saves the punter from having to just keep punting every time. Uh, it it's just really unbelievable the things they have and. Um, you know, the, the like up there, they had two fields marked off, and they had a goal post on each side. Uh, I mean, two whole fields, and 
you got the offense on one side and the defense on one side. They finally come together and uh, work a little bit. So it, it, it's truly amazing. Uh, a lot of people have no clue of what really goes on. You know, like we have we have a girl on our team that, you know, I, I, her family's big football fans, but I'd say they they really have no idea what something you know like that how it works and how you know what it takes to pull that off and the amount of help you wouldn't can't believe the amount of help that you know these teams these teams have out there. I'm talking about this from just from ball boys and and water people and uh, coaches and assistants to the assistants. And, you know, some of them have their personal assistants. I mean, it just goes on and on. And, you know, here we've had the bare minimum for years. I was just thinking the other day, you know, we need to get a lot uh, more help and practice ourselves, you know, just to help us uh, get things uh, going better and, where we can maybe work on uh, break up into better, uh, you know, better group stuff and, and work on that stuff as well because it it really really helps. But man, you got to have so much uh, help out there on the field that people have no idea what it takes. And you know, of course, we're we're just glad to to be competing and glad to you know have a team and. And they got everything, you know, at their disposal. So, but the work ethic, but that, that's the main thing, folks, is is the work. You know, we can still work. Uh, you know, uh, it takes zero uh, talent to hustle. You know, hard work. And, you know, there's just no substitute for it. I mean, it's like my uh, youngest nephew. I'm going to be honest with you. He, uh, they got him a nice place to practice ball. They got him some nice machine he uses, but I'm gonna tell you, it's been hot here the last few days, and uh, we was over. As a matter of fact, we were over at the pool, cooling off, and he's out there and uh, shooting. I mean, every day he puts up about 300 shots every day, and of course he's gotten older. He barreled some, but the difference from the time he got through playing last year. So now, I mean, that's not been that long ago. They finished probably in January, so six months. But now, you wouldn't believe how much better he's gotten, and and it's because of hard work. I mean, it, it's literally nothing else because of hard work. I mean, he doesn't have that natural talent. He doesn't have the natural ability that some people, you know, just have. He's going to have to work it. And he is working it. I mean, to tell you, I asked him just yesterday, you know, since he had that court, it's pavement. And I asked him yesterday how many shoes he'd wore out on, how many pairs of shoes. And he said like four or five. You know, that's how often he's out there in that hot sun. I mean, he might shoot 100 and take him a break and go back and shoot 100. But I'm telling you, he was soaking wet uh, twice. I guess it was Sunday, not yesterday. Um over there shooting, and there's times you go in, we'll get in late from somewhere, it'll be 12 or 1 o'clock, and you can see over there from here, you'll see he's got the lights on over there shooting. That's that's what it takes, and I, I'm going to tell you something. 
people people may forget because these guys are in the pros of, of football, basketball, baseball. They're getting paid millions of dollars. But at some point, that was them. At some time or another, those guys had to work hard. There wasn't no holding out for more money, I'm the best. It was working hard to be the best. It, that's that's what I'm saying. So that it takes zero talent to hustle, you know, hard work. Uh, that's stuff that, you know, we can be doing uh, right now. You know, it's one of our players sent me a message earlier, guess where I'm at, you know, and I was being smart aleck and said somewhere else, and she said, no, the gym, you know, and, and I said, hey, that's great. You want to be you want to be good? That's what it's going to take, you know, and, and I'm not just talking to her. I'm talking to a lot of them. You know, it's, it's you know, it's always been the saying, you got to be good when the when the cameras ain't rolling, you know, when nobody's watching is when you got to put in the hard work. You know, everybody sees you on Saturday and they think, wow, man, them people are good. Well, they they put in the hard work to be good Monday through Friday for, for weeks to, to get ready for that. Um, and there's there's a lot of people that, that do put in the hard work, and there's some that don't, and it shows. Uh, if you get them to... Uh, do do more, they'd, they'd be a lot better. Uh, some of them, you know, their jobs, I guess, keeps them from it. I, I don't know. But, uh, you know, I, I just I just know that if you're going to be good, you've got to work hard at it, especially when you don't have as much talent as everybody else. You know, the old saying is, I'll take uh, hard work over talent when talent won't work hard, and I, I firmly believe that. A lot of people don't, you know. A lot of people say, "Oh, I'll take them no matter what." At some point, they're going they're going to let you down. They've not been uh, toughened up. They've not been proven. There'll be something happen that they'll let you. You get in the bind, they'll let you down. Uh, I've seen it, seen it, seen it. So, you know, it's 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 something that uh, during this off season, you know, I did, you know, tell our girls that we're going to take off to. First of September, I know that's no huge break. Uh, it's like six weeks, and then we're not going to start banging on one another, but we're going to start with tryouts, getting some times and doing some fundamental drills and breaking up into groups and going over a lot of things and, um, you know, hopefully get, get some of these girls educated. and You know, hopefully all of them don't take that six weeks off. Hopefully, you know, they're in the gym and, you know, winning – uh, winning should fuel your fire, you know. Keep keep the keep the tradition going of uh, winning, and you know, uh, so we're talking to my brother. And, you know, he said, "Hey, winning that last game is no matter what sport you're in is is really important, and it's tough to do. Not everybody does it, and uh, you know, if you want to continue to do it, you got to continue to work to outwork everybody else." It's the mindset. It it, it truly is um, a mind game. You know, so much about football is it's physical and, and knowledge, but the mental aspect is is a crucial, crucial thing. I mean, we made so many uh, mental mistakes in our last game that you know it was about to drive me crazy over there. That you know we do things that you know we just know better. Um, and it, it it happens. 
I mean, it happens in in every sport, in every every level of sports. It, it's not just uh, us or women's football. It happens all over. I mean, we see it in these NFL games. You know, I seen it. We went Saturday to to watch a girl plays on her team. Her her man plays on the men's team. We went to Charlotte and watched them play. And, and you know, you see all kinds of uh, mental mistakes. You know from those guys, and they've been playing since they were little. Uh, so it, it, it's all over. It's not just in women's football. Just the fact that we talk about women's football is, you know, it gets brought up more and, and hurts more. And, um, so, but, you know, I, I see it all the time. I mean, i seen years ago, i seen um, one of those games, the a player turn around and throw it to the, wrong player in a college game to win the championship. You know, I seen a, a freshman guy that went on to have a great career in the pros call a timeout when they didn't have any more after the coach point blank told them we don't have any timeouts, don't call one. It's, you know, a technical foul. It, it happens, you know, and that's what it's, it's tough. You hope to, you know, if you can practice enough and put these uh, people in, uh, in the situations, you don't get as much of it. And that's, you know, tough to do. And, you know, the first thing uh, that's, that goes when you when you get fatigue is, is your mental, your mental aspect. That's when you start your mind. You get tired, your body gets tired, but boy, your mind, you lose that sharpness. And, uh, you know, it, it all stimulates back to beginning in good shape, you know, being in good shape will will help a lot of that. And I'm I'm gonna say this. I'm I am gonna go on record and say this that if you play for us, we're gonna get in better shape this year. I I can assure you that we we're gonna get in better shape than than what we uh, have been. Uh, this heat, playing in this heat, uh, you know, it's gotten really really hot the last few years toward the end of the season has really just took it out of us. Uh, and I know it's tough because we practice in the in the winter, but that's why if we start now, we can get in shape, maybe stay in shape and um, you know, we try not to do a whole bunch of stuff and running and that kind of stuff outside when it's so cold, but uh, we did get it go inside this year in a gym or two and uh, it was hot, and we melted down. I'm saying we, I'm including me, because I sure did myself. But we've got to get in in better shape. I mean, I, I know it was hot that last game, and I know we only had 17 players, but we were sure, sure gassed. Uh, so it's, <laughs> I'm already getting messages. Sounds like more cardio. Yeah, it does. We're going <laughs> to... Some of these girls haven't been with us long enough to, you know, to to get in better shape either. And, you know, maybe come before the season or a few games in or something. But starting on on the September, I got a different uh, different program for us to to get after it, uh, to to get better. Uh, we've got to we've got to get in better shape. You know, you can't just depend. Hope that you know when if a game, listen, everybody else is practicing and 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 working out too, and 
you know, if they're good, then you get down there. You know, I think our record, honestly, in in overtime games is uh, one and two. I think we're one and two maybe in overtime games. I think we might have not even won one. I can't remember, but I do know one thing. We lost two. And in those two games, we were done. I mean, we we were oh, it was we were gassed. And if we'd had to play an extra quarter in the championship game, we we were we'd have been in trouble because we were done. Now I, I said I am proud of them. They give me everything they had, but you know we got to be able to uh, to do better than that. And hopefully we'll have more players, which that that'll help us out some too. Don't get me wrong, but that's just it. When you when you know you only have 17 healthy, whatever you got, when you know you only have them, uh, you've got to be in better shape, you know. Uh, and, yeah, I just got the message we are one and two in overtime games. You know, that's that's not too, too swift for me. Uh, and then... Both of those games, well, we should have won both of those games before it ever got to overtime, but nevertheless, we lost them. And we're one and two. Um, one of them, we were just flat out done done for, and uh, one of them, we shouldn't have never been in the situation. Can't even remember when we won the other. Oh, yeah, I do remember the other overtime game. We, we won it. The other team, they were gassed. Uh, that was the year we won the championship in 2017 and and they were gassed uh so yeah we 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 were in better shape than they were the other game the one of the teams was in better shape than we were and uh, another loss we we shouldn't have never ever been in that situation uh really didn't have anything to do with uh what kind of shape we were in we just give it up uh but i want to get our girls and in better shape, and that's from the receivers down to the uh, line. You know, they, uh, we don't have, or we didn't have, I'll say this. I know it's a new year coming up. I got to quit saying we don't. Uh, we didn't have enough to, uh, you know, just have 11 on one side and 11 on the other. And I mean, you're, listen, the best high school teams, man still have guys play both ways. You're always going to have a few play both ways, but, you know, the amounts that you play both ways is, is what you want to limit and, the, you know, the caliber. You can't, you know, you got linemen playing both ways. That's a tough gig. It's, it's hard to get these linemen in the shape that it is receivers and running backs and defensive backs and that stuff. And, you know, we got a lot of receivers that are, uh, small, but they're not what I'd call great shape, and uh, we're going we're gonna to have to change that. You know, we're going to have to get tougher. That's all there is to it. It, it. Every year, women's football gets tougher and tougher and tougher. It takes uh, teams getting better every single year. You know, the toughness of these teams. I mean, I'm going to tell you, we we uh, we played some tough teams this year. We we really did. And uh, it, uh, we we knew it. I mean, we at the end of the game, we might have beat them, and you know we beat them pretty good. But I'm gonna tell you something. We knew we were in the games, and of course that's what you want. Don't get me wrong. That's what helps you. I mean, we were, 
you know, we we played some tough teams. We were we were ready for it. I mean, I, I ain't gonna say that they had the best offense or whatever, but they had good defenses and and they had uh, speed and people in certain positions and and they they hit you and they brought it to pretty much the whole game and and nothing. You know, some of the games was real easy for us, but there was several games there that that uh, you know we played. Let's see, five five games that were were tough games. Uh, four of them uh, weren't so tough, but five of them were were tough. And uh, they had good defenses, and and they uh, they got after us, and that that was one thing that that helped us, but. You know, that's just it. You know, I learned a lot about going over there this uh, past weekend and watching that guys game. You take for granted so much stuff, you know, after watching, you know, the position that these girls are taking these hits in or hurt them. You know, I've never seen uh, anybody get hurt, I don't think, in that game over there. And there was a lot of hitting going on here and there. But it was all pads. You know, it was really all pads because they know how to take the hits and they know how to protect themselves and, and get ready and, and prepare for it, you know, not letting off. Uh, they was lowering their shoulder, running over them, or, you know, the defensive guy running through them and, and that kind of stuff. And, you know, we we got a lot to learn um, in in that way. You know, it was a, it was an eye-opener for me sit up there. Like I said, you take for granted. You don't have um, – you don't have a bunch of players and trying to take care of them and and, and all that and and you uh, you know you just don't get a lot of those fundamentals covered and I want to do it this year I want to take the time to really get them you know where we need them uh, get these get these girls fundamentally sound as they call it and their uh, minds right and. You know, where every week you're not just having to just say literally here, here, here. It's what you got to do. You know, you can change up schemes and and uh, you know go over blocking assignments and they get it. You know, that's that's stuff that we've got to do. And and again, we've got a lot of. You know, we started pretty much uh, four rookies at times, five rookies on the offensive line. You know, this year so. We, the times we had five rookies in there starting on the offensive line, so we did pretty good. Uh, we hung in there, uh, did a pretty good job for for that, and uh, you know finished the year with one of them got hurt, and we plugged in a veteran there, and, uh, so it, it it helped helped us out. I mean, it was you know I'm I'm not going to say we. We made all the blocks that I would like for us to do, and I'm not going to say we dominated up front like I would want us to do, but we did enough to win the games, and we got a lot of experience. And to me, that is is something that, you know, you can't put a price tag on, uh, is that experience and, and game time experience and playoff experience and championship game experience. You know, uh, being in tight games, you know, being stopped, uh, two or three times, you know. I mean, up until the mm, last, I'm gonna say the last two games, we probably 
hadn't been stalled but three or four times from scoring every time we had the ball all year, you know. And then we then we see adversity in the last two games, and uh, you know that's the kind of stuff that that I can't put a price tag on. That's the kind of stuff that these girls are really going to learn from, and we still got this film, and you know we can watch it still and and learn from it, and they can, you know, for like me store it right there in their head and 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 replay it. I mean, I can almost replay every single down of the last two games we played in my head. And, uh, you know, I can't say that I know what every single person did because I haven't watched the last uh, game on film yet. But uh, the other game I pretty much can because I watched a lot of it. And if these girls will, you know, uh, study it and put it in the back of their mind and, and know when they did something right and know when they did something bad and and uh, really, uh, you know, try to fix that and get better at it. Uh, you know, get aggressive. You know, some some of these girls, I don't know what I'm going to have to do to, you know, to get them really aggressive. want to just, you know, I'm not saying they didn't do a good job, but you have to get aggressive if you're going to, you know, play play on that line. So there's two of them because you get some of those big girls when they're pushing on you. A lot of those defensive players we played against this year outweighed our offensive line by 50 or 60 pounds, you know. Uh, if you can get in shape, you can uh, lay on them heavy all year long, fire off that ball. That's, you know, something we're going to work on is, Getting off the ball a lot better. All this stuff, we we got a lot of stuff to work on that uh, we haven't been. You know, for years it's just been we lose so many players every year. You're just trying to hope you get enough to fill those, and then you know you start back over. Uh, I mean, I know we're going to start over with with some new girls, but you know if we got enough um, returning players that you don't have to. You know, take everybody down down to that level. You know that you, it speeds up the process when you only have a handful to get ready to to play. So we're uh, we're hoping that we return. You know, for the first time um, in our in our team's history, that we can return. You know, all of them, or at least close to all of them, uh, for a year and. Uh, had some maybe some veteran players back in there that uh, um, you know may have played before here or somewhere else. Few few that haven't played at all or you know just whatever. There's just there's a lots of you know things go into this. But I'm gonna tell you something. Like when I talked to the Washington Prodigy general manager last year, you know they've been a good solid team uh, for the last three years. She told me uh, that they had returned 30 this year. I mean, we've never even come close to having 30, and they returned 30. Uh, at that time, they had six, I guess six were rookies, and then I think they ended up with like 39 total. But, I mean, that, that's just because I know them that I, you know, talked to her and we were talking about it, but, some of these teams have 50, 60, 70 players, man. It, that, 
that's unreal. You know, I wonder how many they how many they return each year. You know, if you think about it. But I've I also talked to coaches and had coaches on the show that you know they uh, had uh, uh, 50, 60 players, but only only got about half of them to practice on a regular basis. So um, I wonder, you know, how many um, teams do that. Maybe that's a question we can we can put out there and start getting some research on is to figure out how many, uh, what the percentage is that we can uh, start, you know, that, that these teams, all of them, not just the big teams, but all of them, what the percentage is that they get at practice. Uh, because that, that's where you that's where you learn, folks. I'm telling you, practice is where you learn how to play. Uh, you get game experience, don't get me wrong. Like I said, you get that situational stuff that you can't get practice, but at practice is where you learn how to play. Um, so I wonder, and maybe that's a question we can get some people to start gathering some information for us when we have on here at uh, some point in time to uh, talk about it. Uh, because I know uh, our percentage has, has went way up. And naturally, I hope that with that going up, we're, you know, we're returning more players. Uh, you would think that if you're getting, you know, more people to practice, then you're getting uh, more serious people to play. And uh, that's hopefully a, a, a great thing. You know, I, I can say this. I, uh, I heard of uh, Mike White. I don't know if any of y'all know Mike White or not, but he was he won the world uh, riding bulls twice and uh, won it all. And I talked to him and when we was in Cheyenne, and, and you know, he said the what makes these if you don't follow uh, rodeo much or, or PBR or whatever, these Brazilians are taking over that sport. And he told me, he said, well, I'm going to tell you, Dave, he said, here's the thing. He said, when I rode bulls, he said, we we rode bulls every day somewhere. He said, if you were a stock contractor, we'd call on you saying, hey, we're going to come pay you $25 or whatever every time we climb on a bull, we're going to pay you. He said, now all these guys that ride, besides the Brazilians, he said, all of them that ride, think they're so good, they want you to pay them to come and ride your bulls. These Brazilians are out working them, and they're doing the same thing that we used to do. They'll either go pay, or the guy will let them ride free. He don't have to pay them. And he said, they're they're out riding everybody. He said, they're out working everybody. You know, that's the thing. This, you can't get complacent. You know, you can't get happy. you got to, to work and uh, you know, I talked to uh, other guys, and it was like we were over there watching the last round of the Cheyenne Rodeo. My brother's on Sunday, and uh, the guy that's the um, Lar- Laramie County uh, College there, he's a rodeo coach. He uh, he played nose guard at some some college out there. I don't know what they said, but I couldn't remember. Uh, those guys are in the gym. I mean, you, you wouldn't believe how much these these rodeo guys are, are in the gym working out and lifting weights and getting their cardio up and all that, and they they uh, 
practice nonstop, man. It, all this transfers over each sport. If you want to be great, you got to work hard. You have to put in the time. You know, it's like my oldest nephew. Uh, he's he's into roping, and that's his sport. Another one's basketball, and and uh, you know, Mason. He he's in the roping, and he he rode three horses yesterday. Just you know, down there to where they were wore out, and it was what two days ago he rode three or four more. You know, and that that's what it takes. I can remember being that age and and going somewhere and roping every day as well, and and you know that's that's when I was good and. He, he's good. He, he'll, um, you know, I think he's wanting to, you know, maybe go to the NFR at some point in time. I'd say uh, maybe this time next year we might even see him roping at Cheyenne. He, he's, he wants it, and he, he works at it. You know, he's got dummies, um, you know, over here at his house, and every time you go over, if you go over to the pool, one's shooting ball, another's roping the dummy. You know, very seldom are they in the pool messing around, and, and if you want to be good, it's what you got to do, and it don't matter what sport it is. If you want to be good at football, you take a lot of hits. Football is a gruesome sport. It's about like bulldogging and bull riding and saddle bronc and bareback riding and all that and, and rodeo. If you never seen any of that, look it up on YouTube and watch it. You don't think those guys ain't tough and take a beating? They do. That's why they got to work out, get in shape, where those hits and those licks don't hit them. I mean, some of those guys, we seen a little buck another day. It probably weighed 2,500 pounds. It was getting, I promise you, almost 10 feet off the ground every time he jumped. Well, one time he threw that guy, he probably went 20 or 30 feet in there and landed on his back. He <laughs> don't think that one. Take that out of you. Whether and jump off your porch and land on your back, see what happens. You'll find out real quick. You better get in some kind of shape. Uh, other than just round, as, as one of my players said, round the shape. You better get in some other shape other than just round. You're going to take those licks on the back. I can assure you of that. Uh, so we need to uh, we need to all get in. Uh, you know, that's, that's something we're all going to have to work on is getting in better shape, and ain't nobody said it more to me. I'm way out of shape, but, you know, even those hot days, I'm going to tell you, those last few hot days we played on, it like to got the best of me as well. I'm just standing nowhere, and uh, so I know, you know, what these girls are going through out there playing, and, uh, of course, I'm not playing. If I was, when I played, I was in excellent shape. I'll have to say that. But I'm not playing, and I uh, still was was sucking iron, sitting in the shade, and on the bench every chance I got. And uh, I, I'm just saying that you know, if you're going to be good, you got to work at it. You got to work out. You got to put in that time. I mean, there ain't nobody hates to work out more than me. I mean, I hate it with a passion. But it's you know, unless you figure out some other way to get in shape. There's no alternative, you know, and uh, just some of those drills, I was I was thinking back, you know, I was watching some NFL practices. I don't know where me and Jennifer was. Somewhere they're showing highlights of every team, and there was drills on there that I knew about. I just, you know, it just slips your mind. You got so much other stuff to do that, you know, can help 
toughen us up for some of these some of these hits and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a lot of them this year. We're gonna we're gonna do some things to 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 get better and just at fundamental stuff at at just regular mental stuff, you know, uh being in better shape, uh being more uh, you know, be able to do more, not just, you know, certain of these girls. You know, like you you play offensive line and uh, the pros, just about every one of them can play every single position. Uh, now, a lot of them, a lot of the left tackles, you know, they play left tackle because quarterback's right-handed and they do things different. And that, but uh, most of them, the left guard, center, right guard, and right tackle, they all can interchange and play. And some of them can even go to left tackle or right tackle, depending on what hand the quarterback is. But, you know, being... Um, you know, being able to do that versatile, being more versatile, uh, is something we got to work on, not just uh, you know, being able to say, Here you go in here at this position and and oh you can only play there because you don't know this or that. That's something we gotta work on. And we had some that, that did but uh you know, we were fortunate that we had a center that, that played every snap at center, I believe. I don't think we had to uh change I don't think we had to change the center at all besides when we punted or kicked the field goal or extra point. Um, she played the whole game. That's the first time uh, ever in our team history that we had that happen. Uh, brand new position for her. She, she had played on the line before, but she had never played center before. Uh, our center uh, girl was playing center quit around, mm, I think, the first of February, mid-February, um, you know, and we put her in there, and she'd never played before, played every game, probably had, we didn't hardly have any snaps on the ground, probably didn't have any, uh, don't know how many bad snaps we had, but she did a great job, that's, a, you know, she took it serious, never missed a practice, never missed a practice, uh, got in better shape, took it serious, that's that's what it takes, man. It, it really does. I'm proud of her. I know you don't get said enough, especially about the line, because all the running backs and receivers and quarterbacks get all the glory. And, and uh, I'm always fussing at the line for missing a block here and there, but they they did a pretty good job to be uh, a lot of them. Like I said, all rookies really at one and uh, all year long, hung in there. Didn't, um, other than getting hurt in it, other than Nicole getting hurt in the next to the last game, I don't think we had to sub in for anybody getting hurt. So, you know, that's there's a lot to be said for that. I know I'm talking a lot about them getting in shape and getting better because I want them to get better. They know they need to get better. Just think how good they can be then, you know. Uh, so they, they did a pretty good job, and uh, Steph did a really good job to hang in there, like I said, take a new position. I mean, our center quits midweek, and, and we're like, well, going down the line, she comes practice, we say, hey, come over here and see if you can see her. She never played there before in her life, you know, and, and it was a little rocky at first, and I don't know, like I said, I would I'd be mm, – I'd say if we had five bad snaps all year, 
maybe that might have been it. I don't know if we even had that many. Uh, but to to do that, playing a new position is is you know really really unheard of and really great. But I'm gonna tell you something. It's making all those practices that made her the best inner that you know we had because of. She never missed a practice. She never missed a game. Uh, you know, she she's coachable, and uh, you know things didn't go right. You know, we work on them. I probably hollered at her a lot, uh, but she she turned out to be the best center uh, we've had uh, from start to finish. You know, and that's that's a great job from her, and that's what happens if you make it a practice. She struggled last year to make all the practices and make them on time and first one thing another and you know we talked about it and I said hey you know here, the only thing holding you back is you and you know look she she rose to the occasion and, and now you know look what we're talking about she she made the all-star team started in it played the whole game at center in it so you know that, that's a, a great uh, you know great motivation uh, for you other girls uh, that played uh, all year and played on the line. And, of course, y'all played an all-star game, too, other than, I think, one player from the salt. Uh, our four of our linemen started in the all-star game. So, uh, you know, it, it, it was there was a lot of great things that happened for us. Uh, you know, you're never satisfied. Uh, I, I want them to work hard. I want them to get – better shape. I want them to be able to, you know, go go four quarters and then an extra quarter or two if we have to go to overtime or if we have to uh, sub them in on defense. I want them to be able to go. You know, that's another thing. We, uh, in the last game, our starting uh, defense men gets hurt early. We put staff in at defense men. She never played there for in her life. And we moved her to nose guard. She had played some there. She basically played the whole game um, on offense and defense and, and hadn't played defense really all year long, uh, you know. And, and, again, it's because she was in better shape than she was. She uh, was fundamentally more sound than she was, more confident, more comfortable. Uh, that's what it takes. And I know it's tough. And, you know, it was tough for her because she lived in Rutledge, Tennessee, last year, which is about our – Hour 15 minutes from where we practice, and and it was tough. But she hung in there this year. She moved up here, got her a better job, and uh, she she made it work. And uh, you know I'm I'm proud of her honestly. I uh, I really am. She uh, she did a good job. I said I don't get to say it enough. And, uh, you know it all starts right there. I know everybody talks about quarterback, running back, receivers, but it all starts on the on the offensive line and uh, the defensive line, and pick, they never get enough credit for it, so they, they really do. Um, in case you didn't know, yesterday was uh, BJ's birthday, everybody, and I uh, uh, hope she had a good birthday. I didn't ask her how old she was, but she like me. She, she probably quit having them by now, uh, but, but we want to thank her for, uh, you know, having us on here every Tuesday night just for the love of uh, football and women's football. And, and I, I say it all the time, there's very, very few 
people that do anything just because uh, they love the sport anymore. If some everybody's not getting rich or something, they don't want to do it. And uh, for her to, you know, to have us on here to to do it and, and promote and try to help uh, women's football in any way we can uh, is it, really a blessing. So, BJ, I want to thank you for that personally. And and like I said, I hope you had a good birthday yesterday. And, uh, you know all that. But, uh, so. Uh, we have more people in the sport. You know, we get we have a lot of volunteers ourselves. I mean, uh, you know, just this past week, I know we've uh, worked with Wendy Sweeney on a bunch of stuff for the for the league. And you know, people don't realize I'm telling you, and I'm one of them. And I'll be the first to admit it. I I take a lot of stuff for granted too. Uh, Jennifer's always working on team or, or league stuff and. You know, I sort of do the easy parts, I guess, and um, I take for granted how much hard work it takes for these girls and, you know, even for, uh, you know, the Y'all Sports Network hosted. It takes, a, uh, it takes a lot of time and effort every week uh, to get it done. So to all the volunteers that help throughout the uh our team, our league, like I said, this radio station, and and all these uh, uh, players, uh, family members that help us, whether it be filming or sidelines or on the field, gates, whatever it is, man. I I know I don't thank you enough. I try to, uh, but I really do appreciate you, and I know uh, everybody else on our team does as well. So uh, I guess that's about all we got for tonight. Next week, who knows what we'll get into, find something to talk about on here, and uh, maybe have me, some of these uh, girls that like to talk, maybe they'll get on here and join me. Maybe we can uh, get the, uh, we had the uh, defensive rookie of the year on last week. Maybe we can get the offensive rookie and the MVP on here next week. Both of them real quiet, but maybe we can get them on here and talk a little bit as well, so. Uh, Till next Tuesday, we'll see you then.